0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: believe.
0: All right, welcome back to the Run Dot Down post game show. I know there was no post game the other night um, for various reasons, um, but the Knicks win ninety nine to seventy nine, taking a two one lead in the series versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, utter domination by the Knicks bench is really the main highlight i would say of tonight's game but we'll get into all of the great stuff that happened tonight um just overall great energy from from the garden from the from tip off from even before tip off if you just saw videos online it was yeah. insane how loud it was in there and it wasn't even like 30 minutes till game time um but yeah i mean that the crowd kind of set the tone for the game tonight and the team rightfully fed off of it i mean this is what we expected um they always say role players they perform better at home um and you definitely saw that um i think we got to start with rj barrett of course he has been the main topic of um everyone um on nick's twitter and just like the nba sphere in general i mean he's just clips how could you average rj
2: barrett bro <laughs> like you see, that's Star J. Barrett right there. You thought you was ever going to doubt him? What you talking about, bro? That's R.J. Barrett. That's Rowan adds into Barry Jr. Put some respect <laughs> on his name, boy. What you talking about? Would I ever would I ever disrespect R.J. Barrett? Would I ever doubt him? Do I look like someone who doubts R.J. Barrett, bro? That's my dude. Let's go. <laughs> Anyways.
0: Um, no, nah, R.J. played a really great game tonight. Like He, he actually set the tone for the team. Um, 10 points in the first quarter, um, hit some, he, he had a three, I believe in the first quarter as well. Um, he was, that's what he does regularly. He's passing passing the ball really well today. Um, but yeah, he, he, he he just set everything in motion for this team. Um, early on when it seemed like a lot of people, you know, a lot of the other guys on the team were just missing shots. Um, I mean, both sides for the Knicks and the Cavs, they were just missing a lot of um, open shots. And, you know, RJ was the topic of a lot of people on Knicks Twitter and just, like, everywhere in general. And he rose to the Haters. occasion.
2: <laughs> All right. Don't even know what they're talking about. All right. On, Star J Bear, bro.
0: <laughs> Anyways, as Therese continues to, like, lie through his teeth. <laughs> oh, I
2: don't know <laughs> what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, r j. he roasted the occasion. I mean, what can you say? like he he performed when, you know the team needed him most. Um, you know, Julius had got off to a rough start and he had a pretty rough game overall, um offensively, I would say, um in terms of shooting the ball. um, but yeah, I mean, nineteen points, eight rebounds, three assists, one steal for r j, eight of twelve from the field, three of six from from three. um yeah, he he did his thing. He was passing well. He was playing great defense. Um, and he hit his threes. like that's like the biggest part. I mean, like he didn't seem like he was forcing anything. He was just playing within himself. And this is the type of performances that when you watch r j you're like, why can't you do this all the time? Like this is what makes it like so frustrating watching him is like you see you see these performances. And you're like, why can't you replicate this on a day on a on a nightly basis? Um, but yeah, shout out to r j. He roasted the occasion when, you know, the team needed him the most. Um. And, yeah. Therese, would you like to add anything about how much you believed in R.J. Barrett coming into tonight?
2: I wouldn't trade R.J. Barrett for God. All right. Okay, let me stop. Let me stop being a damn gas, gas ladder. Um, uh, he played well today. He played really well today. This is the best game of his career, stakes withstanding. Um, I have not had a lot of love lost for R.J. Barrett. I don't think that's a... That's a hot take. Uh, no, it's not. I had no faith when that first three went up. I'm not even going to lie to you. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And then I went in and I was like, oh, shit, we win in this game. He had the three. So it's good to see him get into a form. It's good to see him play the way I think a lot of us wanted him to play. Uh, he made the right decision most of the time. He played a really inspired defense. And he was really good to think that saved has his team in the first half. And without him... I don't think they win this game. I don't think they're able to clamp up this with the way that they did. And you cannot ask for much more from him. You can't ask for much more from him, man. Um, great game. Never doubted him. Believed in him all the way. Uh, that, that's... He's him. He's him. All right. That's all I can say. He's him. All right. <laughs> all
0: right. Um, anyways, I think also another part of this game that we do have to give credit to is... Um, I mean, I liked his rebounding. I thought his rebounding and Mitch's rebounding um were key. Um, Mitch kind of set the tone early too as well in that first quarter. Um, just being active on the glass, um, making his presence known. Um, he also had three assists tonight, so shout out to him. He has a two steals, two blocks. Um, but yeah, our um RJ and Mitch very they did a very good job of keeping the Knicks alive in that first quarter when it looked like nothing was going either team's way, but those two they really kept um, the team afloat. Okay. Um, <clears throat> how'd you feel about Mitch tonight?
2: Um, I thought he played well. I wish he hit more free throws, but like he babbled on the boards. He had Jared Allen in hell. Um Jared Allen was a team versus minus minus twenty-six tonight. And that was because Mitch Robinson was giving him the business all game long. Um, yeah, it was, it was, he just, it was so unsung, but like he just gave that entire team hell on the boards and he just kept so many possessions alive. And that's what you want. You want him to just do the dirty work, get a little bit of the credit and then keep it pushing. And it's like, if he can have games like this, it changes what this team can do. Because if he's able to make those reads, especially as a passer, then we are cooking with something special. Um, we had three assists, two steals, two blocks. Is what I really want to focus on as well as well as the five offensive rebounds. Like he doesn't need to take shots, but he made him. He took them. He made them. Um, yeah, man. Like he just he was in the trenches, and this game was a trench warfare game, and he was out there, manned in the trenches. That's all we need. Yeah, he, him, him and Cavalli in first team all trenches.
0: He saw that Kevon Looney performance the other night and got inspired. I
2: don't blame
0: him. Um, But, yeah, I mean, that first quarter was absolutely rough. 17-17, I think, was the score at the end of the first quarter. Nasty-ass quarter. But second quarter, the Knicks really, you know, they started to to turn the tide, um, especially with the Knicks bench coming in. And we'll talk about the bench a lot more um, as we continue talking about the game. Um, But another thing that really helped the Knicks as well is um, the IQ Brunson minutes. Those were key. And I think a lot of fans have been wondering why the hell has Thibs not gone to this much sooner? Um, um, And yeah, a lot of people were pointing out the IQ screening for um, Brunson really helped open up the game for, for Brunson and the Knicks because... It, it just got some length off of Brunson, and it made it easier for him to. All right, it made it easier for him to you know manipulate the game that way, <clears throat> and it also just helped that you know
2: no one on the court can really guard Brunson to begin with. Um, but was, yeah, I'm, that was called Karis Levert the Brunson stopper. And I need I needed the world to actually get their shit together for a second. It was nasty discourse on Twitter from somebody on Twitter that I want to, I don't want to talk about, but like they were saying, oh. Lover again, his game off is a problem, and him like they're targeting runs. And it's like you did not watch the first two games because that offense still fucking stinks. And I told you that offense fucking stunk, and it stunk even more tonight. They got hot for a quarter and they were able to keep it going, but like that offense stinks. Oh yeah. man, let me get started about the Cavs offense. Let's continue.
0: Uh, and we'll talk about the Cavs offense very soon because you know that was also a very funny part of this game. Uh, <laughs> Um, shout out to Jalen Brunson getting that dunk, by by the way, towards the end of that second quarter. Um, rare Jalen Brunson dunk. That's like, what, his second dunk of the year? That other dunk was like the Nuggets game where that was the dagger, basically. Um... But, yeah, I mean, the Knicks ended the – I forgot what they ended the second quarter on, but it was a crazy run. They ended up opening up the game um, to a 45-32 halftime lead. Shout-out to RJ getting a standing dunk, whoa, at the end of the um, first half. Um, Shout-out to Donovan Mitchell for his – awful turnovers at that point. I think he had like four at that point, which was good for the Knicks. You know, they were forcing turnovers. When the Knicks are able to force turnovers and get in transition, it's key for them. And we'll talk about that later when we talk about the bench and how they kind of got active, um, especially Obi. He caused a lot of turnovers with his arms. Shout out, shout out to him. Um, third quarter, um, Josh Hart starts um, for Quentin Grimes because Quentin Grimes gets hurt um and a lot of people including myself just are not a fan of the rj josh hart minutes just because josh hart is like so reluctant to shoot and funny enough he shot like twice tonight i think it was and they were cash both times um which is so annoying because it's like (laughs) it's so annoying because it's like why don't you shoot like every time you shoot it goes in so like why don't you shoot more and it's it's very frustrating um, but efficiency yeah, man. he is efficiency man. That shit is so annoying. <laughs> He's He's dead, bro.
2: Like, man, bro.
0: Just like shoot, just shoot, just shoot. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, just I mean, let's talk about the next bench because like th- that was the key of the game. Um, Josh Hart. Um, Emmanuel quickly shout out to Emmanuel quickly. Finally giving us a great game tonight. Um, eleven of eleven points, four six from the field um let's see what else did he have he uh, missed the free time.
2: it pissed me off
0: i mean that's that's what you're gonna get from quickly but i mean two of three from the three-point line i mean he hits his threes like like i said role players they play better at home you knew quickly was gonna you know feast off that home energy um but yeah i mean how'd you feel about the next bench and we'll talk about that as we continue going on but yeah
2: I thought it was great. I thought they gave us quality minutes. I felt like quickly really set the tone. As we talked about the guard-guard screening, quickly being able to, like, deal with their traps. The ball movement they were able to generate in that second quarter to kind of, like, break the game open a bit was vital. And it was super, super necessary because game two, they were just trapping for us in the half court and making them beat them. At this time, Brunson was just able to trust the pass. Quickly was able to capitalize off of it. Randall was able to capitalize off of it by setting up quickly in Brunson. I think RJ had some really good passes as well. It was just a really good passing game from the Knicks when this isn't really a team that you know that you think of like good passing. But um Yeah, I mean, know,
0: uh, the, yeah, I, mean I mean I mean when you talk about the Knicks, that everyone was like, Oh, they have like such a um um a high offensive rating, but like how do they do that if they're not someone that they're not a team that like really thrives in like making an assist. Um, you know, they're not so, they're not a team that shoots the ball particularly well from three. Um, so yeah, it was it was it was interesting to see them have the ball flying around like that, but yeah, keep going.
2: Yeah, it just man, he was he was pivotal to this team's resurgence in the second quarter, especially when it was like really tight and both teams were kind of just like on a knife's edge, and then like they blew that game open in the second quarter, and they really blew it open in the third quarter. And a lot of that had to do with like Josh Hart and Emmanuel Quickly, but I think Quickly especially like set that tone and those and those shots he hit before the half, um, before the half ended was, man, it, those were the games. Those were like those are the moments that you want your role players to step up in. He took that snub personally. Good to see it from Quick.
0: Oh yeah, we didn't, we didn't even talk about the snub. Son got snubbed for the IQ, um, six man of the year award. Um, Racism. So it should be the IQ award because he definitely got snubbed. Um but shout out to him responding. I mean, you know, that's that that's the type of shit that you want to see from players, you know. Um, when they get snubbed from these awards, I I thought, you know, tonight would have been great, a great night for him to be hoisting up that trophy in front of, you know, the MSG crowd. That would have definitely got the crowd even yelling even more. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the Knicks bench, I mean shout out Obi Toppin. I think Obi Toppin just like he gave the Knicks like all the hype energy plays. Um four steals tonight. Insane by the way. Um, but he had the it was a three in the corner, then he had the alley oop dunk and one over Darius Garland. Um after Josh Hart got a steal, just absolute masterclass by the Knicks bench. Um the Knicks trying to see bench points. I can't find bench points here on this screen. Um, but I know we dominated them again. I think that's been the story of this series. I mean, a lot of people made a made an effort, especially after the first game, to talk about the rebounding battle and how that was going to be key. But I think the um, the bench points is really what's going to swing this series. And the fact that Karis LeVert got moved to the starting line just eliminates the... Um, just decimates the Cavs bench that much more that they don't have anyone to really give them anything off the bench so the Knicks are gonna constantly win that battle um night in night out I think um and especially now that you know the role players have gotten cooking at home I think that momentum will hopefully continue on the next game and the game following um but yeah I mean they had like Isaac Okoro coming off the bench for them. Danny Green. They tried Ricky Rubio at one point. It was hilarious because, like, one of the Cavs reporters reported before the game that, like, Rubio was going to get some minutes to help ease the Cavs because they, they knew that the crowd noise was, like, going to, like, get them antsy or whatever, which is hilarious. Um, and, like, they tried it for, like, a couple of minutes and then J.B. Brookerstaff was like, all right, let me, let me stop this shit, like. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Schwinn has joined us. Schwinn, you're... Thoughts on tonight's game? Shout out to you in rocking the Quickland hoodie.
1: Those are my thoughts. My thoughts are RJ Barrett played awesome. I um, thought Jalen Brunson picked it up after a, a weird start to his game. And, um, yeah, I mean, the simple adjustments did help, as uh, anybody watching on YouTube will see. Um, they, they played great. They played a great game. And, obviously, they were helped, no question, by the fact that Cavs couldn't buy a shot, but like that's what happened in game two when we lost, and nobody gave us that credibility. So um I I the Knicks played a great game. They played a great game, they had a great tactical plan, they made great adjustments. Shout out to Tibbs and the coaching staff. Um offensively, defensively, everything was a lot better. And you know, for as much as you can be like, Well, the Cavs shot like shit, like the Knicks didn't shoot great. They didn't shoot that well from the field. They didn't shoot that well from three. They got a lot of open threes. They didn't make a lot of them. And the Cavs got a open threes. They didn't make a lot of them. So feels like a draw to me there. Um, the Knicks played great. And uh, oh yeah, by the way, Mitch, who I still don't understand what's going on with him at the rim on a lot of these things, but uh, he, he dominated the paint. He absolutely dominated the paint. Uh, his rebounding on both ends was fantastic. I thought his rim protection today was incredible. It's been incredible all series, actually, to be honest. But like, today was just a very, thought it was like a very, very disciplined performance rim. Aside from overreacting to every single Evan Mobley pump fake, which I don't know why they keep doing. Tonight Uh, they just
0: jumped on every single pump fake. By the way.
1: Yeah, it was him and him and Randall. Like they were like. Very fearful of uh, Evan Mobley. I kind of like when, when there was one possession, I think it was maybe at the end of the, uh, at the end of the first half where like Mobley got a leak out in transition and Randall got back. He jumped up there. Yeah. R- R- Brunson got back. He jumped up in the air. Randall got back. He jumped over the air. And then Mitch jumped up. Like I was like, damn, if only Charles Smith knew, uh, <laughs> but, but like it was, no, they, they played a fantastic game. They were, they were incredible And everybody from the coaching staff down to the players, they were all great. They were all great tonight. And um, like Randall didn't shoot well from the field. And I would say the biggest departure from what that is from what it was in the Hawks series was like the shots he took for the most part were good. They were good shots. Open shots. They were good shots. He just didn't make them. And he needs to make them. Like if the Knicks want to win the series, he has to shoot better, almost definitely. But if he takes the shots he took, then you have to like live with that kind of, you know, like they they have to accept that. So it was a great all round performance, and literally everybody that played, everybody that contributed to this, deserves a ton of credit.
2: And yeah, um, Daquan Jeffrey stepping up when we needed him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like the I like Daquan Jeffrey's little fire. Uh, you know, and I don't know what the hell that was about. I'll grab a little bit of trying to calm down. He's like, fuck you. I'm not going to calm down. Um, but no, it was, it was dominant. It was dominant. And I don't think the scoreline really flatters them that much. Um, you know, if the Cavs had made five more threes. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't flatter them that much. That was a great performance. Um, and anybody who was, questioning their mental fortitude, their toughness, or oh, their half-court defense, or, oh, they're going to hunt Jalen Brunson. What can they do? I yeah. The yeah, yeah, and, and I, I want to say this very specifically because I, it may have quickly, like, I, I don't know if he is capable of being, like, an offensive engine for a team or a top two option or top three option or whatever the fuck it is. All I know is that that guy can perform a variety of tasks and help you win ball games. And what he did tonight was not, it's not going to get a bunch of there. There's nothing there really. That's going to get a bunch of fucking like, you know, it wasn't the flashy stat line. Yeah, his YouTube highlights. The that, defense you know, was insane. Yeah, like like uh, you know, tag uh, IQ for three. His his Emmanuel quickly highlight reel is going to put out pretty soon. Here isn't going to be that flashy, but like, <laughs> sorry, because because, because I mean, what kind he of defensive
0: did, rotations and shit like yeah, that? Yeah,
1: because because what he <laughs> did tonight just doesn't show up in his individual stat line. It's not going to show up in the box score. It's not going to show up on any highlight reel but what he did tonight was invaluable and it was selfless. And that's the best thing I can say about this team. And what I can say about their performance tonight is, and I mean this from like a man down, not just quickly Brunson, Randall, RJ, all these guys, they played a selfless game. They, they did not, nobody was playing for themselves. Nobody was trying to value their own contributions over the teams. Um, That was, it was a fantastic performance. They were all great. And um, yeah, that's all you can say. If, If you're not, bullish about this team or whatever i don't really care um you're an idiot like they were great and i still like i feel very strongly i said this on the pod that me and prez did you know whatever it was tonight yeah yesterday or that dropped this morning i still the knicks should win this series now that we know that randall is actually healthy Uh, i i believe that i believe they have all the tools I believe they have all the weapons. They have all the tactical options. They can win this series, and they should win this series. And nothing I saw tonight tells me any different. So awesome win, awesome performance, like I said, from everybody coaching staff on down. Um, Only thing I would say is I do wonder a little bit. I'm a little bit worried that he started Hart over quickly at the second half with Grimes out. But I'm not going to let that take away from my pride and joy of the Knicks winning by 20 tonight, which was, by the way, the first 20-point loss the Cavs have had all year. And I just want to say this. Donovan Mitchell is a fucking loser and a fucking cuck. Um, He's the corniest piece of shit that exists. And I watched – I don't know if anybody else watched the MSG pregame today, but they spent like fucking 10 minutes – sucking this guy off and praising Darius Garland. And I just want them to know it is a fucking MSG pregame. Nobody is watching this shit to watch you guys praise Donovan Mitchell and praise Darius Garland and praise how talented the Cavs are. Shut the fuck up. Tell me what the Knicks can do. Give me anything but that. I don't need to see that. I don't need to hear that. I don't want that. Nobody wants that shit on a local broadcast. Um, But yeah, great win. Great job by everybody other than the MSG broadcast.
0: <laughs> other than the MSG broadcast. Um, I tweeted out during this game, I was like, the only thing that really kept me confident throughout this, throughout that nasty-ass first quarter was like the fact that Knicks have played this type of game, an ugly game, all year, and they've come out with wins, um, including an ugly win versus this Cleveland team on December 4th. Yeah. So... Like, that is the one thing that kept me confident throughout this night and the one thing that's probably going to keep me confident in in any type of nasty situation in this series is the fact that, like, they can beat this team playing like this because they've done it now twice.
2: Yep. Yep.
1: Yep. Uh, I mean, it was great. I also, I just want to get Tyrese's thoughts on the fact that uh, RJ Burt had an efficient playoff game before Julius Randle did.
2: I never doubted him.
1: What are you talking about? Yeah, he should have been on here. He was like, "I never doubted him. I believed in him." No, the whole I, time, I doubted right? him. We all doubted him. But like, this Wait. is why. This is why I. I he's doing it. Again. There's, there's still. Look, there's, there's just always to me. I'm not trading him for, for God. For, for I'm not. No, no. I I probably trade him for God. Uh, I think God might have a little more outcome or a little more say over the outcome of a game than than RJ does. But like I, I'm not trading him for these no mark, fucking awesome three and D guys that can't do anything off the bounce that need everything created for themselves, because I think RJ can do that. Like we saw him do that tonight, and I think there's more to his game than that. And we also saw that tonight. I thought his passing tonight was great i i thought he played again like, like i guess that everybody did i thought he played a really selfless game um and did he fuck up a few times sure everybody fucks up a few times in the game but he 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 just, wasn't that loud tonight no not he's n- doing n- everything yeah. else so well yeah, like he he made a bad pass to randall in transition that was stupid and i was like whatever okay but like he he played well and his defense was engaged the entire night um he, he was fantastic and and you know if i'm gonna sit here and criticize the guy when he plays like shit he deserves all the credit that he deserves tonight he i, I said this you know i tweeted this but like i really think that might have been his best two-way performance of his career considering the stakes considering the kind of like the, the platform and all that type of stuff like he he was great tonight um and, and to me he was a player of the game he was the only guy that had anything going to start the game his takes in transition we all like in control, which you can't always say about him. They were all in control. He dominated the 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 matchups. He needed to dominate. He was fantastic, and and I think some of that needs to go to Tibbs. Like I like the fact that he challenged Brunson to start this game defensively. He was like, "No, you're gonna you're gonna guard Garland. That's what you're gonna do. You're gonna be on Garland. Deal with that." And um, you know, look, Garland missed some open. He missed a, like three or four open threes is that fantastic defense? No, it's not. But like, you kind of have to live with some of that shit. And again, I just like the fact that he challenged him in that sense. And I think that actually did make Brunson a better defender tonight. Cause I thought he was, he had to be engaged the entire time. Um, so look, the, the Knicks played great. They all did. And the Cavs, all of them can suck an ass. Um, Jared Allen. Can, Happy birthday.
2: You son of a bitch. Yeah,
1: fuck Jared Allen's birthday. Fuck him, because I don't care what anybody says. That shit at the end of the last game. That was insane. That was an insane play. The fact that that people are more upset that Joel Embiid didn't get kicked out for a little love tap at Nick Claxton's small-ass balls. uh, (laughs)
2: like
1: The fact that people are more upset about that than what the fuck happened to Randall at the end of that last game says everything about, like, how it's because Jared Allen's a little nice guy, like good guy. He's a good guy. He's a, good guy. Yeah, he's he's a, a good nerdy. Dude. He makes
2: Legos, and yeah, yeah, J- Julius yeah. Randall's a big bad black yeah. dog. He's, we know all it's colorism.
1: He, he's a good guy that can go eat a fucking bag of dicks, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Fuck him.
2: Oh, Fuck he', has the a, he, he has a nice. fro a nice fro. Yeah. Plays for Cleveland. And, and, and Donovan
1: know. Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell might be the corniest. Motherfucker, in the entire world. I just want to say that. Like, they, no, like hey, look, shout, out, shout, out to Tyrese and all the Mets fans out there that were creaming for this guy to join the team last, last year. <laughs> <laughs> Tyrese, your thoughts?
2: Take shit from someone who dyes his fucking beard. Fuck you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get there too someday, bro.
2: No, oh, oh, fuck, <laughs> I would shave this shit off.
1: Well, so that you just look like a baby.
2: I was fucking Lance Riddick before that shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> God. Also, a quote from Mr. Robinson. Mr. Robinson was asked if cash players were hesitant to go to the rim. You saw that. They got shook up. Mitch then grabbed his arms and like he was shivering. Mitch is talking to shit. And, I mean, he gets to because he's been dominant this for those wins. So, Okay.
1: <laughs> that's it that's not I to say that I'm not sure about that but I'm not, sure about, I'm not sure about not sure
2: go, go dye your beard go dye your beard shut the fuck up it's my show
1: I did you can tell it's dyed because it's very no, black you, today
2: you're, you're missing a spot anyway. no
1: it's just it's just lighter there because you know that's
2: how it works alright
1: sure
2: <laughs>
1: whatever i that I didn't dye it as effectively in those places Tyrese okay I mean get your shit together dude I don't know what you want
2: me to
1: do oh, well you know I will I'll get my shit together piecemeal like R.J. Barrett does <laughs>
2: Good
1: segue, good segue. All right, let's get into some comments.
0: James C.S. Liu. That's a new name. Welcome to the stream. Here's a question. Do you think iHeart has figured out something about defending and staying vertical, or are the referees just not calling the ticky-tack fouls that he tends to draw?
2: Colin may Colin be. I think they're just, like, letting... They're, they're letting more content go because it's the playoffs, which, thank God. But also, like...
0: Or this game, because game two was absolutely a different story with, like, how... That second quarter... Called.
2: That second quarter was nuts, dude. And yeah, they were like, "Yeah, we had thirty for the game," but like, that second quarter changed.
0: Well, because the fourth quarter they just started calling all these like random ticky tack fouls on the Cavs to even it out for us, and it was yeah. such, it was such bullshit. But yeah.
2: yeah, and even so, like we had eighteen free throws to their seventeen free throws, so it wasn't a rough game. But it was just like, God damn, it was.
1: I mean, there were there was that one play in the first half where Brunson got fucking annihilated on the drive. They didn't call anything. Yeah. So they went to the other end and, like, you know, like, I think Koro, he, he did get fouled. He did get fouled. I'm gonna be wrong. I think, um, I forgot who fouled him exactly, but somebody fouled him. I'm might have been Obi. And I was just like, Look, I have no problem with that foul being called an Obi, but like, how are you not calling the other thing on the other end? And then there was the one, the Mitchell one on Hartenstein. That play drove me absolutely fucking nuts. Like, he he's really like stiff arming. Yeah, and he, he did it the last game, he did that the last fucking game. And they didn't call it then, and I was like, okay, they're at home. I get it, blah, blah, blah. We don't get home
0: cooking calls.
1: Like, can we get one game? Are we allowed to get one game where we get one home cooking call? Like, what the fuck? I would like to see one.
0: But, yeah, I think it's – I mean, I heard has always done a good job about staying vertical for the most part, at least towards the latter part of the season um, as his defense has improved. And I think the referees just didn't call much fouls today, which is pretty good they let the game kind of flow and they let the Cavs really stink it up by themselves. So I think that's part of that's, you know, you know, both parts of the equation right there.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, Clyde Frazier, he says, watching Rose in garbage time was surreal just two years ago. He was single handedly carrying the Knicks in the first round against the Hawks. Yeah. It's insane. You know, times have changed. You know, he got the Rasheed Wallace treatment tonight, you know, you want to play
2: Rose, you want to (laughs) play. Bro,
1: Let's he, go. he didn't make a he didn't make a field goal, right?
0: No. no, he was absolutely...
1: He hasn't made a field goal. <laughs> they gave him that game. I forgot who it was that we were blowing somebody out. New he Orleans, to, I
2: think?
1: Yeah, he got to come in. He couldn't make anything happen there. He had a, his first shot was a floater tonight, and that shit was perfectly on line. I was like, that shit's definitely going in. And he, like,
0: kissed the t- yeah. the front of the rim. Yeah, it was
2: just like, uh, yeah. was so... like, you're done. It's over. You're washed. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, but y'all was... didn't giving Obi that last lob, you know? Really, that was that was actually that point. was pretty
1: cool, and I just Obi was awesome tonight. He was really really good tonight.
0: Four steals, uh, and had was, all the like all the hype plays that got the building like absolutely fucking
1: rocking. He was better than his counterpart tonight. <laughs> I'll say that, um, and I don't say that honestly is like indication an all that it summer. <laughs> it's not an insult to Randall. Like, Randall <laughs> was fine tonight. Um He didn't make shots. Thought his defense was really good. He like Evan Mobley did what do you have like six points points, 10 the emptiest 10 and 10 you'll ever see in your life yes um he's rebounding all the calves bricks he did nothing um like as long as if randall i mean look if randall makes Mobley a non-factor all we need him to do at that point is like can you please make some of these open threes you're getting and that's about it if he does that I don't nice really... Nice dunk on Jared Allen, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that was a great dunk. That was awesome. And I'm sure that felt really good for him. Uh, but, like, if he does that, if he just makes some of these open threes that he's getting, I I I think we present more issues to them that they can't solve than than the opposite. Like, yeah, we're going to give up some open threes to Caris LeVert and let him get hot sometimes. Guess what? I will live with that. If Caris LeVert gets hot... And we lose because Karis Levert goes off for like 30 bombs. Fine, great, fantastic. They can't live with that. If Randall goes starts hitting his threes, it's like I that's a wrap, bro. That is a wrap. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the funniest thing
0: for me has been like people on Twitter realizing, like, holy shit, the Cavs, like they just sort of like Donovan Mitchell and like Darius Garland, please, maybe. Give us an give us an efficient game, and like the, they're realizing the Cavs' bigs are like absolutely non factors. The, the
2: Cavs ran six The Cavs like essentially five guys today. They played Shetty Osmond for like sixteen minutes, but otherwise, like they ran five guys today.
0: I mean, they were they ran a coral for like twelve. They ran Danny Green for
2: twelve. A lot of that was garbage time, though.
1: A, a coral lot. made a three, and I literally was about to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Is this going to be one of those nights?"
0: I didn't even think he was gonna play because, like, I thought like after the last game they were just gonna give him the Alfred Payton treatment where he like doesn't play at all yeah. now. Cause like, but they decided to give him some grace minutes and God bless yeah. his soul. They they gave him the Obi
2: minutes tonight.
1: <laughs> Except he wasn't I, as productive.
2: Yeah, my man. As like essentially speaking, they're playing a. I already say
1: something nice about Obi. I think <laughs>
2: Obi probably played a really good game with a lot of energy, and I felt like his his. Energy was pivotal to the team blowing out the lead. Thank you.
1: <laughs>
2: I think he has the worst tattoos in the league. I have to help it out. Wow! No way! Come on. There are
0: people that have way worse tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, His
2: you're tattoos right. are fine. They, that's they just, that's like creator tattoo. shit. No, it's yeah, like that Rosa. was like
0: literally uncalled for.
2: <laughs> no, has more tattoos. I'm sorry about the that. topic. Um But yeah, like you look at their minutes distribution, it's 35, 36, 36, 32, and a lot of that was because Darius
0: um, Garland probably shouldn't have even played like 32 minutes at all. Though I mean, he maybe shouldn't have even played.
2: Dude, he would probably have played more- home. If he didn't get hurt, he probably would have played like 37, and then Mitchell played 37, and then they branched Teddy Osmond for 16 minutes, and that was essentially their rotation. Like, they don't have depth. They're essentially running out there like five, maybe five and a half dudes because those are the five dudes he trusts. And it's clear that like once you sustain like once you tank the first hit, then like they don't really have any counters. Like they this team yeah, does yeah, not have counters. Of course. That's hilarious. I don't know what they were watching, but like Dude they, they had to go to Ricky Rubio to try to like simmer the crowd down. Like Ricky Rubio. I know he had that game last year that was Mickey Mouse's all hell, but like Ricky Rubio, that's your big ace in the hole. That's your guy who's gonna be your leader who's gonna come in and like Calm make, the
0: team down Make side shape. Like,
2: like, what are we doing here, man? Like, I can't even get mad. It's not even a bigger stat thing. I think it's just like their roster is so thin that like, you're looking for options. Like, Okoro's unplayable. He essentially made him like at most a 15 minute of the night, dude. If that, uh, Shetty Osmond gave you two shots and then gave you nothing. And then he was just out there to be a, wa- a warm body. And that's kind of like it. Danny Green... Gets
0: Danny Green me. gave them like the fakest minutes ever the last game and they thought that was tenable to like repeat or something
2: like exactly. all right but yeah like that that's it that's their rotation it's three guys who are food on defense and then they're starting five and then if they're starting five falters, then that's it and that kind of spells out the game so
0: shout out to Jalen Brunson for that awesome moment dapping up John John starts starts. after, you know, getting that and one on Jared Allen after he fucking mixed the shit out of him.
2: Yeah, Ethical ethical buckets all night from Jalen Brunson. No threes, one free throw for the guy who was like Jalen Brunson. All the antics.
0: It's funny because on the ABC broadcast, I heard Mike Breen said, you know, those are the Jalen Brunson antics after he, he hit that shot.
2: Mike Breen is
0: a- on oh, no, um after he hit that after he hit that shot on Mike, um Donovan Mitchell. I think he said that as like a I think he said that as a joke because of the whole like you know what said like mm. JB does all the antics. Yeah, all
2: right. no, no, Mike Breen hates this team. I don't know. All right, well, good.
1: Wow. Ty- Tyrese. Well, I guess what we know now is that Sam is a cop.
2: So wow, all right. <laughs> the only cop I ever see wear a do rag. <laughs> it's undercover. I know. <laughs> Where do you get your finest weed, sir? Like oh, <laughs> in the damn shorts. Oh man, you're in a blue look- shirt for Blue Lives Matter, bro. You're not slight. Oh,
1: All right. <laughs> I wannabe Franklin Saint over here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Too
1: soon. Uh, oh
0: my God!
1: All right. Yo, by the way, that series finale Nuts. was amazing. I mean, I, that was amazing. He was, yeah. David, if he David, doesn't win an Emmy, we know. We know why.
2: Because <laughs> Sam supports the cops.
0: Wow! <laughs> what? If, what? Like, when did this turn into like Sam Slander Hour? It's
2: always just now. <laughs>
0: just now. <laughs> All right. Um. Let's see. JL says RJ passed up a pretty good floor opportunity for I think a heart three, and I was so happy. Yeah, there was. He had a lot of great driving kicks tonight. I mean, the process from RJ was excellent. Like, this is like what you encapsulate. This is what you want to see him do on a nightly basis. It's it's the part of the it's part of the reason why it's so frustrating watching him, you know, put up these other performances.
1: Um, remember, do you remember when Hart had a wide open three? And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do. I'm drive gonna drive in
0: right at heart and <laughs> where I Hart and Julius Randle are <laughs> occupying space. Yeah.
1: And then and then the next time he got that same kick out, he shot it and he drained it. And it's like it's like you're dude, shooting this is like, why you're supposed yeah. to shoot. You're shooting like seven you're
2: actually shooting
1: like Jamal Murray in the bubble from three. <laughs> like please just you, don't you, ever you pass can watch him now. <laughs>
2: like, he's a fishy man. He's a manning man, it, and it's so dumb. It's like, dude, you're gonna shoot like forty percent anyway. Like just go on firing. <laughs>
0: It's so stupid. It's so stupid. It's so annoying too. It's like, dude, you can make these RJ and Hart lineups work if you just shoot the damn ball. Like, stop being such a loser. It
1: it still might not work, but like, they'll be a lot better if he just takes. Like, if him and uh, guess what happens? If him and RJ hit threes, all of a sudden those lineups become great uh, because the Cavs have no way to stop them. Their entire defense right now. This is what's crazy about this. Like, the Knicks could have won this game by like forty if they had hit a reasonable percentage from three. And they didn't Honestly. because a lot of these guys, they just missed open threes. But like, I don't want them to stop. Sh- like keep shooting those threes. They're open. They are there. Don't pass up on them. They're good fucking shots. Like, but yeah, the, the heart RJ thing is look, am I, if I if there's one thing to be concerned about coming out of this game, literally the only thing I'd, I'd be concerned about coming out of this game is again the fact that he started Hart over quickly to start the second half. Uh, I know like they basically played them to a draw in those minutes until quickly came in. But like the spacing in that lineup just sucks. Like it, it just really sucks. And you're depending on guys, like I'm I'm very, very happy RJ shot the way he shot, obviously, from tonight. He's not shot well from three for a long time. Hart, even though he's shooting well, doesn't shoot a high volume from three they defend them like that right like we saw it they had multiple possessions there were like five all five of their guys are in the paint they're da- they're daring them to shoot these threes and make the pass out to those threes and and shoot them but like if if they're going to play you like that then put quickly in you know like i i just i don't really understand that and and i think i i don't look again single game plus, planet, plus minus doesn't always mean everything it does mean something to me that quickly had a plus 27 and 23 minutes tonight. Like he didn't, he was not a ball dominant player tonight. He didn't do a bunch of shit on the ball. He, I thought he played an extremely selfless game. I mean, his entire first half basically consisted of him either tossing it to RJ for pistols or screening for Brunson in guard, guard, pick and rolls so that Brunson could cook. And obviously all that worked, but like, that's the point that like, that worked that worked so for him to only get 23 minutes tonight and for Hart to get 29 is a little bit weird to me um and i'm a little bit concerned about that but it worked if you can play them to a draw in those minutes and then quickly one says great fantastic um it's just something i'd i'd keep an eye on uh, like i if Grimes can't go the next game, we're starting Hart over quickly. I'm I'm a little bit worried about that, um, but we'll see how it works.
2: Yep. Um, I think Grimes will be fine. I think they kind of just kept him out tonight because like he was roll, they were he was rolling, so it's like let's see how far he can push it, and they didn't need him tonight. I would like Ooh. to see more McBride though. I feel like McBride at least gave you like <laughs> eight minutes, but I don't know if that's gonna happen.
1: It's not gonna happen,
2: you know. It's it, not gonna happen. Yeah, I know it's not gonna happen, but it's like he's, get, I, he's I,
1: getting the Frank minutes
2: this this playoffs, so which, which is I feel like this is the matchup where you could use McBride. If you don't want to use him round two against whatever team comes out of that, then like sure I would get it, but like really over
1: whatever team comes out, yeah, whichever team comes out of that.
2: Okay, I don't
1: you're, know not, you're not sure. You're not sure. Whichever uh, team's gonna come out of that? i okay. that's it. I think if Giannis a choice. If Giannis'
2: ass keeps running like this, it's gonna be a gutter work. But uh <laughs> ass. Jesus. I don't know, man. What on there? Yeah, you you tell me shit. He was his tailbone hurts. That's a little zesty, whatever. <laughs> but like Tyrese yeah. is that
0: Tyrese is that video of, 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 of that, that guy saying show me I'm nervous to, to Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday right now. Yeah I'm
2: literally I don't trust <laughs> Drew Holiday when it matters. What's what you mean? <laughs> Drew Holiday of the Road? You can't show that to children. <laughs> <laughs> you don't love though no game, boy. Don't let him fool you. Uh, yeah, no,
1: they're they're gonna They're gonna beat the shit out of Miami
2: either way, man. It's gonna happen. It'll be a gutter war. I'll tell you that much.
1: No, there's no gutter.
2: Look, man. Other than
1: a, Pat Riley's fucking. He
2: had, he had. Game one was six of 18, two and nine from three with 16 assists, man. I'm nervous. That game three on the row, they going to be shook. But yeah, look, uh,
1: the Knicks obviously win this game tonight. What's the, what's the turnaround? It's like 30, 38 hours, 30, whatever the fucking hours it is. Uh, <laughs> Look, you've got... Game four is not a house-winning game. Game four is almost like... I don't want to say it's a must-win. It's not a must-win, right? Like, if you lose, you go 2-2. Two, two. If you win that game, your chances of winning this series go up exponentially, massively. Like, you no longer have to win a single game on the road. And you've got a free shot in game five, basically, to it on the road. And then you've got... What is to me effectively a must-win then a game six at home? But like game four is it's huge, it's massive, and the fact they won this game gives them a level of confidence. Yeah, confidence, momentum. Like, momentum is another thing. I, I would say like a level of freedom going into that game because they I don't I think, play as tentative as yeah, Cleveland's and, probably going to come into. And game. the pre- the pressure is on Cleveland. They can say whatever the fuck they want. The pressure is on them. They're the team that made the all-in move to get Don Mitchell. Um, you know four all stars, by the way. Yeah, yeah. They, he they're they're the one that made this all in move to get him. They are the ones they're they you know the best net rating and second best net rating in the league. Like they're a lot of metrics have them as a favorite. Like they've got all that pressure. The next time I have any of that. Nobody thought that he was gonna be here. Nobody did. I mean, like most of us were like, look, because I I would say most of that is because we didn't trust Tibbs, but it's like most of us were like, oh, yeah, you know, like, if they make the play-in, that'd be great. That'd be a solid year. But, like, they made a fucking automatic—they got the five seed, automatic playoff berth. You're playing with house money. I mean, I think the way that the series has being talked about nationally is still viewed as like, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that are, like, bullish on the Knicks, but I think for the large—for the most part, people are still viewing it as like, yeah, the Cavs are the favorites. And they should be the favorites, I mean, given their— Given their four all star talent, I mean, you've got to have them as the favorites, right? Karis LeBert's is six minutes a the year in waiting. Yeah, he's fantastic. And Malcolm Brogdon, he's killed it tonight. He uh, also has finals
2: experience, so you know, you got to factor him in there.
1: Right. It just, the Knicks are still playing with a little bit of house money here. Like, if they lose the series, the only people that are going to be really like killing them for it is Mark Berman in retirement. Uh like if, A. Smith. Yeah, well, Stephen A. Smith isn't an actual person. He's like a fucking hologram. <laughs> I mean, he's a fucking piece of shit. The guy's fucking, you know, he's like curating himself for Fox News, so he can go fuck himself.
2: Um, but, like... you <laughs> just imagine that? I'm sorry. <laughs> Ladies what? and gentlemen, Marjorie Major- Green Taylor is a good friend of mine. I don't believe this accusations she made against Bowling Green. He'd just be, like, Whitlock but on steroids. It'd be yeah. hilarious.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's probably getting a big-ass paycheck to be that much of a fucking motherfucker. Uh, But, like... I mean, the the Knicks are playing with house money. And like we said, like, I I don't think... They cannot win this series if Julius Randle keeps shooting like shit. I believe that. Like, you cannot keep being like, oh, well, Brunson, RJ, quickly, the team is going to all make up for it, and, and all the Cavs will shoot like shit. Like, that's not reasonable he has to play an efficient game he has to find a rhythm he has to make open shots they're not going to win this series without that but if that's the one thing that we need to happen i'd rather that than whatever the Cavs like the Cavs need mitchell and garland to play well they need lavert to not be a bag of shit they need mobley to magically become already good to the level that people think he, like, people conflate what Mobley will become with what he is right now. They need him to be what he will become versus what he is right now. Uh, like, they, they need things that haven't happened yet. I uh, and, and, like, to your point, like, you mentioned Deuce earlier. I, I don't, like, Deuce isn't going to play. I'm not the really that upset about it. But I think what you're really saying to that point is, like, I don't think Deuce, like, I, Donovan Mitchell is super, super talented, and like you can throw, you got to throw multiple guys and then multiple looks at him. But if he's on, he's on. Like you, you can't really do much about that. Garland's different to me. I think Garland you can really affect, and I do think Deuce in that sense matters. But like I think the Knicks in general can throw a lot of looks at Garland and throw him off balance. And um, you know, I'm it's cool that he had that really awesome game too you know, as we saw that totally carried over, uh, but like the Knicks just have more avenues for random game to game improvement than the Cavs do. And I think if they win, like this next game is the pivotal game of the whole series. I mean, that's kind of like a cop-out because yeah, the Knicks are up too unsure one It's obviously the pivotal game, but like, I think it'll be a pivotal game either way, right? Like if the Knicks go down three one, they fucking lose the series, and if they go up two, if they go up three one, stacked heavily in their favor. So we'll see how it goes. But like, I, I like their odds. I like the position they're in, and um, I, I like the. I almost kind of like the fact that Randall hasn't even played well yet offensively, because it's like you got to figure at some point he's gonna, you know, even if he's an all-time playoff choker or something. At some point, he's going to have one good game offensively. He's going to. it's, it's
0: Carandall tomorrow on yeah, Sunday?
1: Hopefully. Hopefully. hopefully.
0: <laughs> Maybe we got to slander him as bad as we slandered RJ Barrett. I'm on it. <laughs> I,
1: I'm I, on I, it. Not slander these guys turn players. Leave it up to, to real
2: savants like Tyrese. I'll get I'll get trade machine on it right now. Who y'all want? Mike Conley? Wow,
1: that's why would I want Mike Conley?
2: I'll say, hey man, you said slander.
1: <laughs> Dario
2: Sarge
1: Wow, Think Terry Wow, Terry,
2: Terry Rozier. There we go. Oh my God, Jesus.
0: Um, I mean that kind of brings up Nafiu Huda's um Benson. comment. Feel more confident in this team taking the series, showing we can dominate Cleveland with Randall shooting three for 15. Um, you obviously don't want him, like Schwinn said, you don't you don't think that he's probably gonna keep shooting like this, or at least you don't think he can you could we can win this series yeah, we with can't, him we shooting can't like
1: this. If he keeps shooting like this, there's uh, imagine we do though. I mean, yeah, that'd be great, but like I mean, if he keeps shooting like this. <laughs> it also opens up another can of worms, which
0: we don't, need it's to like, right Hey, do we, we have to talk about
1: Randall? Because we don't even talk about that right
0: now. He shits himself in the playoffs every yeah, time. We don't need to talk about that right now. But, okay, <laughs> it opens
1: up another can of worms, but like, you've got to believe at some point, he's going to shoot better because the shots he took tonight, most of them are good shots. Like, I don't know. Can you just make some of them? That'd be great. And like, he is still working his way back from the ankle. Um, I don't think that's like a cop-out. I just think that is what it is. So maybe that's affecting my offense more than it does on defense. I don't think that's unreasonable to believe. Um, we'll see. Um,
0: Blood of the Panther
1: says we're acting too relaxed, and he needs us to start yelling. What oh, I mean, huge win. We won by 20 points. What do you want to yell about, Blood of the Panther? What do you want me to <laughs> also, yell about?
0: <laughs> also, like, we, I was yelling mainly during the game while,
1: like, the actual plays were
0: going on. So yeah. like Yeah.
2: I, uh... I had no more yells in me.
0: Yeah, I, I can't yell during postgame.
2: But my neighbors heard a out of me all the day. I was supposed to yeah, hear. it's
0: like 12 a.m. right now over here on the East Coast, so I'm not yeah. going to yell. I'll yell maybe when we win the series in like a dominating fashion like that.
2: Oh, who win the series? If we win the series. I got some receipts saved. And Cleveland Twitter might block me by the end of the fucking day.
1: All, all I, I know... Cleveland Twitter, by the way. All 27. All 12 of them. <laughs>
2: 12 of them. Listen. <clears throat> if we win the series, I want Donovan Mitchell to step to the front and catch the slander. If if we win the series, I'd never want to hear about Donovan Mitchell again.
1: Literally. It, yeah. I'm so sick of this guy. It,
2: it's over.
1: He's such a fucking loser. He's a massive, massive loser. He's the corniest guy in the world. And I mean, it should have been a telltale sign that he's a Mets fan.
2: (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) First of all, fuck you. Second of all, we are fucking beating the shit out of those Giants right now. So fuck you again. Third of all.
1: Damn, you're killing it on April 22nd.
2: You haven't haven't made a World Series since Barack Obama's first. You
1: can't insult. I've I've seen the Yankees. Like the Yankees were so successful when I was growing up that I literally I literally have stopped caring about them. Like you can't say anything about the Yankees that I remotely will find insulting. You be like, they haven't won a World. They haven't made a World Series in thirteen years. I'll be like, Yep, you're right. Great. (laughs) Like like it's like this like this is like if the Knicks won a championship. People be like, oh well you won one championship forty years ago. I'd be like, Yeah, we did. I watched it. It's great. Like, I don't care what you say to me. Just don't. Like I really don't. So look, you want look, why don't you tell me when uh well you were born what? Ninety
2: nine, two thousand?
1: Ninety nine. Damn. So you were like 13 years removed from the Mets winning a World
2: Series. That's tough, man. Can see a team win a Super Bowl. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, look, at
1: least, at least you got to see Carlos Beltran swing out. That's good. Are you alive for wide, right? I was, but I was, like, wasn't even aware at that point, so <laughs> that shit doesn't even hurt me. Like, yeah. people bring that up and I'm like, yeah. That was, like, a year before I really, like, understood things. Like, in life. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Perfect diving for me.
2: I'll always have Tyree.
1: Yeah, you will always have that. It's a good one to have in the bag. I, I appreciated that too, because my dad's a Patriots fan. So <laughs> I got to have a nice phone conversation after that, that he probably still hates me for. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's it's okay. You know, like they were 18 1. They're the best team in the league. You know, it's a fluke. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Tom Brady turns to this year's game week one next year. <laughs> You're
2: yeah,
1: having too much fun
0: with this, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Jordan Bob asks How worried should we be about Grimes' shoulder
1: injury? I actually think we should not be worried about it because it might force Tibbs to like, play quickly more. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not. I and that. also, like, was Grimes, like,
0: I feel like Grimes
1: is. He's in Basically the rear... been he's a, a in...
0: non-factor offensively.
1: He's in his like weird, like, like his first playoff zone type of thing. So that's good. It happens. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> my nice. man he's seen
2: he's seen the last MSG. I think it's the fucking camera. He just like. Yeah, <laughs> <is trying> <laughs>
1: All move. right. So you think you think that's why quickly is built for it versus him? Yeah,
0: quickly built for <laughs> it. Reverse colorism. <laughs> you
2: know what they say black is the berry, sweet of the juice. <laughs> Except for Julius Randle. So why do you hate Randle? Except for Julius Randall. So like, I'll I'll <laughs> for Julius
1: Randall.
2: <sighs> oh, wait. oh, by the way,
1: Rudy Gobert just fouled up.
2: Let's go! Um, <laughs> Rudy here. I don't know, That's look, a Great uh, thing. No, the, the <laughs>
1: Grimes thing. Um, in all honesty, I really am not that worried about it because I truly believe this is a matchup where we don't need like.
2: Quite
1: Grimes. <laughs> like. I, yeah, we don't. I really don't think we need him. Like, I don't think I, you need
2: him, especially... like.
1: It's nice he, to have him. It's nice to have him. If he's hitting his threes, it's especially nice to have him. But if he's not going to hit his threes, then it's okay. Like, You can live without what he gives you. And I think you still have enough defensive capability on the perimeter without him. I think quickly can hold his own. I think obviously Hart can hold his own. And I think weirdly, now that R- R- RJ Barrett has decided that... Uh, it is worthwhile to try it on defense. He's usually he's, he's capable out there. And we have Deuce McBride. Like you, if you need spot minutes, you can play Deuce. Like, and we know Deuce, his offensive flaws are all there, but defensively, I mean, look, he, he's been really good. I've, I thought in every game we've played against the, the Cavs that he's featured it. He played in three of those games. He was really good in three of those games to me. Um, So am I worried about it? Like more as a long-term thing than an in serious thing but uh, no t- to answer the question like I'm not that worried about it and I also like I- I'm kind of with Tyrese where I think they were probably like hey look uh you know they were up what 15 and a half time 13 and a mm-hmm. half time yeah. 13 yeah. and a half time and they're
2: like, probably just like yeah dude you like let's like,
1: let's see if it gets dicey maybe we need you but we probably don't need you I think that's what it was like,
2: he was questionable they're like we got this you're good
1: yeah Right.
2: If he was like or out there I'd be like okay But they probably Just like okay You don't have it Bring Precautionary
0: He'll probably start yeah. Game
1: 4 on Sunday yeah. I mean Tibbs will Probably just like Call him a pussy In the locker room After the game <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh you're Oh, you oh you're Questionable huh <laughs> Okay pal Alright the, oh, the only that's questionable Is your fucking Manhood Quinn <laughs> 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 where are Your balls Ice
0: <laughs> <clears throat>
2: Stop passing Up open shots
0: I would love this, by the way. Vivek mentions Bickerstaff bringing back Dean Wade into the rotation as a panic move. I mean, um, I
2: don't know. What by
0: all means, mean? do that. I mean, he tried to do that with Rubio today, and that didn't work for him. So by all means, try whatever you want, JB Bickerstaff.
2: I just cannot. I cannot I hate
1: JB Bickerstaff, by the way. I hate him. I hate every time they flashed to him on the sidelines, and he's screaming at the refs about, like, some call that I'm like, he hit him in the face? Like, I don't, I don't know what, like,
0: they were so upset by like that Levert pl- foul. Oh, the was, one that so he obvious. hit
1: Brunson in the face, like, and the yeah. RJ
0: one. Yeah, where like he was like, "Oh, how did you know? Like, you your your back was faced to him." It was like, well, he still hit him. So like,
1: yeah, like, maybe I didn't know, but I got it right. So what's your point? Yeah, you gonna challenge it? <laughs> Are you gonna challenge it? Challenge he,
0: played, it. He, he didn't <laughs> challenge it. Hilariously <laughs> enough,
2: I just like, ah, uh, man. The more I just look at the team, it's like, why do you ever want to, like, sell out all your depth in our Lord Year 2023 for any star?
1: I don't know. You tell us, Tyrese. <laughs> the fuck
2: them. You were the one creaming for Donovan. Okay, I didn't think it was cost <laughs> all that it cost. In my defense, I was like, RJ, maybe quick, and then, like, 40
1: Maybe away. quick. Look at this blasphemy. All right, dude. Look at this fucking blasphemy here. I
2: have the jersey.
1: <laughs> yeah, so what the fuck? You're like Benedict Arnold over here.
2: Call me a turncoat?
1: <laughs> yeah, fucking turncoat. All right, man. Fucking.
2: Right. Shook right. Knight over here. Oh! <laughs> that felt racially motivated. I don't know, man. Every black guy who you don't agree with calls Shook Knight. That's not. Nah, no, nah, he,
1: he, he's light skinned,
2: though. That's even worse.
1: He do not even respect my color. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine what people like listening to this on audio think. They're just like, are these guys just like, they actually just like hate each other? <laughs> they racist no, no. things to each other? No, no <laughs> we do. <didn't. laughs>
0: oh my gosh. JB Bickerstaff said early on it was the nerves, then we stopped trusting and doing the right thing. Talking about uh, the law Do life. the right <laughs> thing. Look do at right guy's
1: Spike Lee, Disciple Over. here. <laughs> He's maybe like Darius... Radio Raheem. He's going to come in a holding a fucking boombox next game. Get the fuck or, out of here, Or Bones, maybe though. Darius Garland shouldn't shoot today's date
0: from the field, and maybe he'll have a chance to win. I don't know.
1: Wild. Darius Garland sucked so much fucking ass tonight, and I loved every bit of it. Um, I got to say, I quickly had him in jail. He had fucking Levert in jail. The one shot Lavert made over him. Or was it over the RJ? was making just,
0: like, a whole bunch of bullshit.
1: Yeah, like, know. I, don't know if it was, I don't remember if it was over Quick or RJ. But he made that, like, one fade away like, 12-footer in the second half that bounced off the front rim, bounced off the back rim, and then rimmed in. I was like, this is the dumbest shot ever. And I feel like if the Knicks don't blow them out right here, I'm going to look back at the shot and hate myself. The Knicks then blew them out from there. It was great. He,
0: uh, someone brought it up, but, like, they – some brought up in these comments they thought he was gonna have like a, a Rubio type performance in this in the second half because of all the bullshit
1: he was making. Yeah, I mean R- Rubio had a great
2: performance tonight. Jeez no, he does right. not like the I, Rubio I, game. No, I know, um, I know, I know,
1: I, I know, yeah. but I just got
2: have some shade for yourself, some damn decorum. I mean, y'all thinking Darius was like Ricky Rubio? Man, you yeah, do thought Levert was
0: gonna have the Rubio game. Levert... oh shout out to oh. Darius Garland, by the way, who Tried to make he tried so hard to make himself be like the villain this series. Did you guys hear his comments after game two? No, I don't he was understand. like, he's like, oh, they they hate us in New York. Like they they absolutely hate us in New York. I was like, dude, like can we hate
1: I, the rats about- more than you. <laughs> I, can we can we talk about how Darius Garland has like he won't cut his hair because he has a receding hairline? <laughs> can we talk about that? Like the fucking guy. Like this is what a normal hair looks like. I'm, I'm. Look, it's thinning up here. I can still grow it out, but the the top is good. Like the front is good. This motherfucker is like <laughs> all the way back here with that shit. And yeah, it's cool. You got all you know. You've been growing out for years, but I know you've been. I know what you've been growing out for years, bro. You can tell me the truth. <laughs> so, well, tell me the truth. <laughs> like this, this guy is balding, man. I get it. It's tough, you know. Him and LeBron, it's tough out here for these guys. Shout out KD.
2: He shaved his head. Like the- I don't,
1: I don't understand these guys. I'm like, do you know, like, like Michael Jordan when he was balding was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna go bald. Yeah, I'm just gonna own this. Like, <laughs> it's a lot better if you just own it and move on. Like, it's actually just a lot better for you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, Garland is a fucking loser. Lewd- like, they have the corniest team in the NBA. These guys taking fucking like selfies after one one game in game they two. They do
0: that to be fair, they do that after every win. Okay, so they're just
1: always corny. Congrats yes, they're always that. corny. Yeah. That's born that's the corny. Point. The 2022, 2023 Cavalier story. Like the fucking most loser ass team that exists. I mean, you've got Mitchell, who is King Corny. Like that guy, I cannot stand him. He's just such a fucking loser. Um you know, they're talking about like this is the funniest thing today on the MSG pregame. They're like, "Oh, you know, Mitchell's he got like so much playoff experience." I'm like, "He's got fucking playoff experience getting his ass handed in the second round." Yeah, constantly. Congrats! Mm-hmm. Like, like, like that that that's happened twice, I think. Like, like, yeah, he's a, this, like Jalen Brunson got more playoff experience than him.
2: He had a deeper run too.
1: Yeah, he's got more playoff experience than him. You know, he's got more. Too soon. Too soon. He's got more silverware than him. Uh and he, gets yeah. more, and he gets more play at the club. Uh but like I, I don't know man. I, him I just, the elbow. I just feel like yeah, he 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 knows who he is at the elbow. Mitchell Mitchell's always trying to figure it out. Uh but like I always I, I just feel like they have this weird ass personality at this team where it's like they're it just feels like they're trying to put on so hard in this series. Every time I hear them talk it's like oh you got to be fucking tougher and like that co- i sorry, like I thought that comment that, that Bickerstaff made after the last game was absurd. I I I thought that was a joke. And I get he's trying to back up his guy. For him to be like, oh, I thought it's okay for both teams to play hard. And it's like, okay, yeah, dude. Like I get like everybody's playing hard. But like, don't don't try and tell me that was a normal foul. Because yeah. even though if that was on your guy, you'd be sitting here for fucking three days crying to the media about, oh, they just want the Knicks to
2: win. And, the and Julius, did that he would be suspended? <laughs> I,
1: I believe that. Like, I, and, and, like, I don't... Like, I know we've joked about this a bunch on here and a bunch on a lot of pods, but like... Julius looks a certain way. He's getting suspended for that. No question in my mind. It's also like a, a reputation thing, too, in the league, sadly. Yeah. He's got a reputation as... But, like, what, like. Honestly, like, what and is be, Julius' what is be, Julius's reputation? Though? His like, reputation is that he
0: cries a lot to the refs and right. complains a lot. That's fine. Like, that's yeah, fine. that's fine, but, like, that also, like... He's not like, a dirty
1: player. He's not, he's a, not dirt a dirty player, though. exactly. Baby, I that. Yeah. But I guarantee you, if Julius makes that exact same play on Jared Allen, he's, one, that's a flagrant two. No question about it, that's a flagrant two. There's no doubt in my mind, it's a flagrant two. Mm-hmm. And there will be an endless discussion of, well, should he get suspended for a game? Should he get suspended for a game? Should he get... That shit wasn't even talked about. It was a flagrant one, which was ridiculous to me. Like, the whole again, discussion
0: was, why does Thibs have Julius Randle in the game?
1: Yeah, I, I just, I cannot fathom how that's a flagrant one and everybody's immediately fine with that. But Joel Embiid taking a little cheap shot of fucking Nick Claxon's fucking nuts is like, oh my God, how, how can you not get ejected for this shit? Like, really? Yeah? Like, that's really those... That that's the same thing to you. I'm sorry. That's a joke to me. Um, I think the entire way that that play was covered and how it was discussed, to your point, Sam, was a joke. And I think if the roles are reversed, we know it'd be different. We know it'd be different. Julius would have been ejected from the game, and he probably would have been suspended for Game Three. That's a fact. That's just what it would have been. Like, it, it is what it is. But like, and, and and honestly, the fact that Knicks didn't make a bigger deal about it in real time probably helped him out. I wish somebody, somebody should have gone up on this team and, like, what the fuck was that? I didn't, I, I didn't love how the Knicks reacted to that. I, mean, I like that, like, they went up and checked on The Julius. one
0: guy that would have probably done it if it was done to somebody else on the team would probably have been Julius Randle. Like, if, yeah, if like Jed
1: Allen had did that to him, I don't think Hart was on the floor for that. Hart would have definitely been out there. Uh, but, like, sure. yeah, I, I just, I thought that was an absurd teams, play. Team's level-headed. I thought that was an absurd play. And I, a little I more crazy. And, and I really have no issue saying that, like, I do fully believe that, I mean, Randall's talked about this before. There was a game, right, last year where he said, like, the ref told him he didn't give him that call because he's like, we were just, like, big, and, like, we know, we don't, like, want to give you that call. Like, we know this, like, he gets an adverse whistle because he's gigantic and he's super strong and he plays physical, like, which is bullshit to me. On a play like that, it's especially bullish to me. At least like when you know when you're battling in the post or something, I can deal with that. And I understand that. But that play, he's fucking airborne. He is he can't protect himself there. That's a joke. I'm sorry, that's a joke. He should have been injected for that game at the very very minimum. I'm not even asking him for I, I I don't mind, like I don't care that he wasn't suspended for this game, Jared Allen. He should have been injected from that game. That's that's a joke. I'm sorry, that's a joke that he wasn't ejected from that game. It's crazy. Got you know, James Harden get ejected for that game last night for what? The fuck was that ejection? For like, that whole that
0: whole Sixers Nets game was a joke, by the way.
2: The classic ejection was also like equally weird. He didn't even do it. He like flexed and then like he got ejected. No, but
1: that was a second technical.
2: Yeah, yeah, which also like you should have given a second technical there.
1: I agree, but it's also like that's actually a, a technical I've seen them give. Like I've seen them give that, so that's reasonable to me. I. I I cannot, like, imagine, for, forget if, if that was, if that was Shea Gildress Alexander that went up for that dunk and Allen fouled him the same way, he's ejected from that game. There's no question. There's no question that who Julius Randle is and impacted what the ruling was there. There's no question about that. There's none. You'll never convince me of that. If that's Anthony Davis, Jared Allen's ejected. He's gone. From that game, there's no question. And if it was if it was Anthony Davis on fucking Lakers, they wouldn't stop talking about it. The entire next day would have been filled segments and segments and segments, analyzing the play from all angles. We didn't get any of that, which I don't mind. I don't care. I don't. But he should have been injected from that game. That's the bare minimum that should have been done there. The fact that he got to finish out that game as a flagrant one is a fucking joke. He could have easily had a season-ending injury in that play, very very easily. In multiple yeah. ways. He's very, very fortunate. The he Jewish landed flat has, on his ass.
0: He's also built like adamantium.
1: Yeah. But he's more than that. He's just lucky he landed flat on his ass. The guy broke his leg his first game of his fucking career. Lost the season. You know, like, yeah, he's tough as hell. And he's built like hell. And he's durable and all this. Sh- all it takes is one freak incident. That was a freak incident. That could have <laughs> happened. And you're never going to convince me. People are like, oh, we made a basketball play. What fucking basketball play are you making there, man? You're, you're up, up 23
0: yeah, with up 20, twenty with two minutes to go.
1: Like, just you're, let the dunk go. It, it, is it a basketball play? Do I think that like Jared Allen went up on that play to intentionally hurt him? No, I don't. Do I think Jared Allen went up on that play to make sure that Julius Randle did not complete it? Yes, I do. And, like, I thought Julius said it best after the game where he was like, look, I get everybody plays hard. But when you make a f- foul like that, Usually you come across a guy's body, pause, not through a guy's body. Like, that's what he said. And I, I that makes oh. sense to me. Like, if you're going to make that challenge, he can make the same challenge and and challenge him from the side, not literally go through him. That was a shitty foul. He should have been ejected. And I, I think, look, the fact that Allen got away with that and everybody still thinks he's like this fucking, like, pure soul who just loves this I don't even know what the fuck people were like ascribe all this insane uh great morality to him whatever fuck him next one up two one fuck his birthday and fuck his fro Wow
0: um James says do we think the refs will give Garland ten free throws 10 first quarter free throws in the next one to get him going no
2: no i think i think garland has piss running on his legs so especially if they if they start hard i wouldn't be surprised if Hart gets matched up um well i think he's gonna be matched up with donovan mitchell but i wouldn't be surprised we see a lot of switches and they get Hart on um, garland a lot and like john hart will literally make garland lose his manhood so
0: he's gonna castrate him or
2: something shit the way he fucking plays defense i don't want to be suffocating Hey, man. Josh Hart changes, dudes. Oh, yeah? Okay. Uh, uh, Not like that. Not like that. It's late. (laughs) You're sick.
0: Hug Life says can a a generational power forward (laughs) get outplayed by Obi and still be generational?
2: Then Duncan is moving y'all like this y'all calling him generational crazy
0: well he did put generational in quotes so.
2: I know but like, who's calling him generational there are a lot of people who calling him generational they need to get off fucking analytics Twitter and did Twitter.
1: you ever call him generational Terry I feel like
2: he might have done that sometime I mean I called him real thin I called him a fucking he looked at the cinnamons man from like fucking Apple Ducks. <laughs> I never called him generational thought this gonna be good.
1: No, I'm saying you never, you've never, you never called Randall generational.
2: Oh, I think No. Fuck that. He's generational in his own household, baby. But, like...
1: I mean... Yeah. But I, I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> unless unless
2: Kaiden, you know,
1: maybe. Who knows?
2: Them handles were fierce, bro. Kaiden might be... Kaiden is lead, bro.
1: <laughs> Wasn't there a clue of, like, Kaiden, like... Pushing a teammate this summer because
2: he didn't get the pass. Or something. <laughs> yeah. That's, not, that's not a, a clip cool of the last three years, bro. Like, kind of pushes everybody. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I generational. Uh... Look, Obi outplayed him tonight. That's a fact. Yeah,
1: and Obi, never... Obi OB should have played more. It didn't cost us tonight, but this is the stuff I'm talking about. Like, I'm a, like, look, I'm very, very happy with the tactical adjustments that tips made. Were really, really good. The lineup stuff, still a little apprehensive about what I saw tonight. That's all I'll say. Randall getting that entire first quarter was insane. That was insane. I mean, it's not. They played like,
2: what, 18 straight minutes? It was nuts.
1: I'm like more okay with that than I am just, again, I'm just looking at the box score here, okay? On this night, how on earth is quickly, quick, these are guys who played more than quickly tonight, okay? Randall, Mitch, Brunson, RJ, Hart. You have five guys play more than quickly tonight. That's crazy to me. Sorry, that's bananas. Like, like of those guys, the only guys that should have played more than him are Brunson and RJ. That's it. Maybe, and Mitch. I could throw Mitch in there because Mitch is a center. It's a little bit different. Randall, Hart, I like Hart had never having a really nice stat line: 13 6 rebounds, one assist, four or five from the field. Very, very efficient. I did not think he played a good game. I thought his turnovers in the first half were insane. Really? He had like he had like two straight in transition, right? That were like, what the fuck yeah. am I doing? Um, and then he had one of the in the was it? No, it might have been in the in the first half. He had a few. Like it was just really, really poor from him and. He ended up getting it together in the second half, for sure. He really bounced back. But, like, I didn't think he had a great game. Um, And it's not just that he didn't have a great game. Fuck fuck that. It's just, like, he should not have played more than quickly tonight. And he shouldn't have started the second half over quickly. And that's not, like, me being some insane. It's just, like, dude, like, I don't understand how you're watching that game. And your decision at halftime is, like, well, Grimes is out. Who am I going to play? And you go with Hart over quickly. Like, just based on their performance the first half. And Tim's even knew that because he closed with quickly in the first half over Hart. So I'm a little bit worried about his decision-making this series because it seems like he's really trying to hit home this advantage of size at the two and the three position. And I'm not sure that's the wisest way to go about it. So that one concerns me. And just the, the leash that Randall gets at times worries me. He wasn't super reckless tonight, Julius. So it's okay. But like he had eleven points on fifteen shots. Obi Toppin had eight on eight. But he had four steals. Like I mean Obi just played a much better game. Plus minus is gonna tell you that. But like I thought Obi played a much better game. Um so I, I don't know. I again I think Tibbs did a really good tactical job in this game, both on both ends. I'm still worried about the rotation stuff.
0: As is always a concern with yeah. Dibs, so, <clears throat> um, Stanley Mann says Nick should start Deuce for Game Four if Grimes can't go. I assume he will be able to go though. But he says put Deuce on Garland and RJ on DM. Let Hart and IQ continue to come off the bench. Knicks will destroy Cleveland's
1: bench. No, okay. I just, got, I need to, I mean, okay. I'm so sick of this. Emmanuel quickly is up for a contract extension after this year, okay? He was, should have been the sixth man of the year. He was at worst the second best sixth man of the year. The second best bench player in the league, whatever you want to call it. Every single time this guy starts, we play well. Every single time he's on the floor, we play well. He plays with Brunson. He plays with Randall. He plays well with everybody. We need to stop finding fucking reasons to keep him as a bench player when. The opportunity arises for somebody to elevate into the starting starting lineup. No, absolutely not. If we start Deuce McBride or Emmanuel quickly or Josh Hart for that matter, that is a fucking disgrace, and I would lose my fucking mind, and I'd probably want Tibbs to be fired in the fucking spot if that happened. And if we did that, and we continue doing that, that is how you get a player like Emmanuel quickly who has shown nothing, who has shown nothing but utter commitment and and utter desire to be part of everything you're doing here and has fulfilled every fucking job and every fucking task and every fucking mindless, idiotic, bullshit thing, like come off the bench for ever Payton, come off the bench for the corpse of Alec Burroughs, come off the bench for the corpse of Derek Rose, the, all these things that he's done. That is how you get that guy to be like, get me the fuck out of here. That's how you do that. So if you want to ensure that Emil quickly wants to get the fuck out of New York and you want to lose an extremely valuable player, that's a great way to do it. Get the fuck out of here. Deuce McBride starting a Romano quickly or a Josh Hart? No. No, absolutely not. That is a fucking absurdity. Fuck that. No. Move on to the next thing. That's an insane fucking comment.
0: <laughs> well, I'm glad
1: I brought it up now. <laughs> oh, my god. <gosh. laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Do some <laughs> starting. Yeah, yeah. You know when we did that? We did that in Toronto last year. And what the fuck happened? We got our ass beat by like 35. Get the fuck out of here. Start do some pride. yeah. I can't fucking dribble.
0: Oh my gosh. Start with a Get
1: fucking I- playoff series against in a one defensive league. Get the fuck out of my face with that. There's
2: the yelling.
0: There's the yelling that everyone asks for. <laughs> Our very own Dallas Amico asks or says, crazy that it took a shoulder injury and foul trouble to get our third best player to play 23 minutes. I assume he's talking about Emmanuel quickly.
1: It was all part of Tibbs' plan.
0: Yeah, you know, he just has a plan that we can't see because we don't watch the film three plus
1: times. Yeah, I I don't know what to do with this comment because I agree that it's insane. That's what it took. Um, Yeah. Like, I don't. I get. I just don't understand how you watch that first half. And the the thing that drives me, like I just I can't wrap my head brain around, is like he clearly this was the great thing about the first half, and this is why I mean, like he made really good tactical adjustments. He he had quickly come in, and every when he was on the floor, Brunson, th- basically every possession they were running these guard guard screens, and Brunson was cooking off that, and they were getting quality shots off that every single time. How you go from like understanding, like keenly understanding that, understanding the value of that as a coach, and then be like, "Well, Grimes is out. Let me start Hart." Like, I'll never understand. that. I'm sorry. Especially like maybe if you're playing, if you're playing Boston and they've got Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, I get that. They're they're starting Donovan Mitchell and Darius gordon on the backcourt right here. Yeah, you don't. And their three is Karis LeVert. Like you, you don't. No, I'm sorry. That that's just that's just a crazy thing to me. I, I'll never get that, and um, I don't really want to talk about it because I don't want to like bring down the mood after a game like that. But it's a crazy decision making thing to me. <laughs> well, I either apologize or I'm very happy that I brought that comment
0: up to get the yelling that everyone so desperately wanted.
2: Uh, <clears throat> Are we sure? If we sure? Are we sure we shouldn't start? Deuce Randle, Randle can't go. This is clearly only.
1: a troll comment. to get, yes, needed, it's, to get no, mad. No, so no it's, it's no, it's it's a joke
0: about the IQ is only good yeah. against other people's benches. Uh,
2: yeah. yeah.
0: okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's not a serious comment. It's not. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. Okay. Um. All right. So game four. Looking forward to game four. I mean, I think we obviously are all hoping for a good Julius Randle game in game four, so that we can get some momentum going into game five and then hopefully towards another series um but yeah you're also hoping rj keeps this up you know hoping the bench guys keep this up um what are you guys looking for in game four besides obviously a win
2: um less bullshit rotations um
0: i would like to see him quickly touch the floor more i'd like to see him more on ball opportunities too
2: that too. I feel like a part of that third quarter where Brunson got cooking was that he was able to like do stuff with the menu quickly, creating opportunities for him. Um, I would like to see that be would more. That'd be nice. Uh but yeah, otherwise I feel like just keep doing a lot of the same. Um put beating them up on the boards, taking good shots, and I feel like they're they'll be able to benefit as a result. So
1: win uh <clears throat> i'm looking for a man who quickly to pay more than 23 minutes um uh, i'm looking for rj barrett to continue shooting the way he did tonight and i the shooting i mean just the decision making was awesome to see his defense was really good tonight but more than anything i mean to, I, i've talked about this a lot but like the lowest hanging fruit for him as a player offensively is the decision-making. So he's had two really good passing games in the series now, actually, game one and game three. And I thought tonight was actually not just like, oh, he's better on defense right now than he's been in the regular season. I thought his defense tonight was flat-out good. Um, that, that those are the two things. And then, honestly, just Brunson hasn't even really had a heater game yet. And I feel like that's coming, and I feel like that might be game four. Um, you know, he finished ten of eighteen from the field tonight, twenty-one points. It's funny that's not a heater game for him because it's like he's just not getting to the line in this series. And he didn't make a three tonight. He didn't make a three, so that makes it even a little more impressive. But like, I I think there's a Brunson heater game coming, and obviously we talked about Randall, but we'll just have to see what happens to like if he his defense has been good. I, I like the way he's defended. I like his general effort. I like his general focus, commitment, all that <laughs> stuff. He needs to shoot better. So um, I guess I ended up with four things. But yeah, those are the four things for me. Yeah. All right,
2: fucking Clyde. Clean keys at the game. Doesn't Clyde only have three?
0: Whatever. So. Yeah.
1: But if you want to compare me to Clyde, I'm cool with that. Thank you.
0: Um, shout out to, you know, oh, all the folks that said that we had, that was our best punch in game one, by the way.
2: Oh, I found that tweet. It's a, it's a good day. It's a good day. It's a parade. It's on my city on that tweet.
1: Is that I, like, like I, that famous of a line or something. NBA young boy. Yeah.
2: I mean, I, I know who it is. It's just like, is that like actually. Schwinn knows like... NBA young boy. That's a, that's a fucking wild. Ass
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm aware, I believe of, that. I'm aware of the existence of a thing called NBA young boy.
2: A thing. <laughs> he said a thing. Shut the fuck up. I'm supposed to cool in the gang. I don't believe you. Basketball is my favorite sport, head ass. No <laughs> <laughs> I'll let the wheel dribble up and down the
1: court. Yeah. Hey, don't don't paint on Lil Bow
2: <laughs> That is not Lil Bow What are you doing?
1: Oh my God.
0: Curtis we blow. We've officially, we officially <laughs> gone off the rails. Um, but, yeah, I mean, all right. I think we can end things off here. Um, If anyone has any final closing thoughts before we get out of here.
2: Cleveland sucks.
0: Well, we know that for sure. Um
2: Tyrese, did you get a haircut recently? Yes, I did. Looks good.
0: First Knicks win to take a series lead in over a decade. Jalen Brunson is the first Nick to score...
2: 20 points what? and 5 assists. Um,
0: That's so, so. a poverty stat. Do you want to finish the stat off, Tyrese?
2: Dog. Okay, so the first Nick to have 20 points and 5 assists in back-to-back games in the playoffs is past... Since Ewing in
0: 1990.
2: Do you know how poverty you have to be for that? bro? 20 points and 5 assists is normal shit. <laughs> what? Why, why, why are we upset about this? No, I'm just like, we've been in the slums.
1: Yeah, I'm always amazed by the fact that like guys like you and Sam are diehard Knicks fans. I always say this: like the Knicks guys at the worst possible time for you guys. We are like, grew- gonna be good in 2013, right? you guys have to. Tell make- me, Alex no. Houston coulda do that shit? No, Alan Houston didn't pass.
0: I mean, yeah, like we grew up on the we grew up on the Knicks. Also, thing. they
1: played like 75 to 76 games, and like what the fuck are you talking about? There weren't 20 points and six assists. We had. <laughs>
0: Shout out to Patrick Ewing. He's doing it back to back in '90s.
1: Yeah, yeah. not like
2: even do that, man. Come on.
1: Yeah. Back then, you know, you're running everything to your center. So, go <laughs> to a different league, guys. Go back and watch yeah. those games if you want. They're on YouTube. <laughs> if you want to knock yourself out. I'm good. I got <laughs> other things to spend
0: my time doing than watching all these post touches. Yeah, I spice TikToks. No.
2: Yes.
0: Oh, no. No. Yes, All right. Yes. He's think... my artist. He does yeah, fucking. Life. I think he's got, he got he a loaded. See. He's
1: like waiting for the post game, and he's got the ice spice. TikTok All right. Twitter. Yep. <laughs> he's a, I he's think, on
2: Twitter. So I, I think it's time. and Quickly.
1: <laughs> Sam and Quickly are basically the same person. <laughs> hey, his post game. His post game performances
2: since Ice Spice was the guard. <laughs> They're
0: the same height anyway. I am one inch shorter than you, Quickly,
2: I'll what? give you your fucking 6'2. Shut the fuck up. Okay. All right, huh? Huh?
0: Oh, right. <laughs> I think now is the perfect time to end post game. Shout out to everyone that's tuned in. Make sure you guys leave a like and subscribe. We will see you guys on Sunday evening. Not evening. Wow, Sunday afternoon. It's a one PM game, right?
2: <clears throat> yeah, matinee.
0: Oh, I hate those games. Um, but yeah, Sunday matinee. Real
1: hard for us as fans. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get up and fucking get on the couch here
0: and watch the game <laughs> instead of actually, you know, playing in it. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, yeah, we'll be back Sunday afternoon after the Knicks hopefully take a 3-1 lead versus the Cavs. Um, yeah, make sure you guys check out everything Stricken related in the description. We got links to the site merch. We got brand new merch. We got Quickland merch that Schwinn is rocking right now. Schwinn, show it off. Make sure you guys go cop that. Man, quickly had a good game today. So, you know, perfect time to go great get that. Great game
1: today. Great game. the Great game. Great game. Great game. Fantastic game. Great game. Selfless game.
2: Jalen Brown is the first big point guard with three twenty-plus point games on playoffs. This is Derek Harper. We are in hell, but oh, we're free now. We're
1: free. Yeah, well, our guards for most of that time after Derek Harper were Charlie fucking Ward and Chris Child. So, yeah, that's not surprising. I also don't understand how these designations work. I'm like, like, Alan Houston should have technically been called a guard at some point. Like, he was the starting two I, don't I think it's a point guard. Yeah, okay. So- You know, it's positionless basketball, baby. That's what we do nowadays. Um, All right. So make sure you guys leave a
0: like, (laughs) subscribe, (laughs) check out everything strictly in the description, and we'll see you guys on Sunday. Peace out.
1: You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks?